On today's podcast, we had a little Mr. Rogers Mind of George time. I could never narrate a book like that, but I actually started today's podcast by reading you a short story slash poetry with an incredible lesson. And so I'm going to leave you with that because this is the secret. Without further ado, let's get into Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Are you ready to ethically scale your business? Good. Because this is the Mind of George podcast where relationships beat algorithms and depth is the only direction when it comes to ethically scaling your business. Each Monday and Friday, I'll be the guy between your ears in the hoodie and pink shoes guiding you home, giving you the tools to extract, honor, and amplify your genius so you can be the light for your customers. Sound fabulous? Cool. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to Poetry Corner with George on this week's episode of The Mind of George Show. I could never read a book like that, but I'm going to start today's podcast with a powerful, powerful poem, quote, story that I read six years ago that really changed business for me. So here we go. I walk down the street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I fall in. I am lost. I am helpless. It isn't my fault. It takes forever to find a way out. I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I pretend I don't see it. I fall in again. I can't believe I am in the same place. But it isn't my fault. It still takes me a long time to get out. I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I see it is there. I still fall in. It's a habit. My eyes are open. I know where I am. It is my fault. I get out immediately. I walk down the same street. There is a deep hole in the sidewalk. I walk around it. I walk down another street. Portia Nelson. Falling into patterns, falling into the same patterns, falling into the same habits where we keep falling into the same hole, specifically reactivity, is where most people, and myself included, and, and I, I, I'm so bullish on this because that's where I struggled for so long. I, I, I think it was a good six or seven years where every day I felt like I was in a war. Everything that happened around me was happening to me, against me. And it was fight, fight, fight. And it was get punched and go punch somebody else. Go fight, go hit this. This went down, go do this. And there was just never this moment of pause. And the moment of pause would only come when I would shut down emotionally, when I would I would get overwhelmed with emotions. I'd have adrenal fatigue. I'd end up in the hospital, which happened three times. I'd have emotional outbursts. I'd fight with employees. I'd take things personal. I would gaslight my clients. Like I would, I would, I would just constantly be running, 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 running. And then what would happen? is that I would run until something would break. Something would break me. I would break something. I would have collateral damage or consequences because of my irrational, disconnected, emotional behavior. Or I would feel or experience something that would cause such a pattern interrupt that I would force me to pause. And then in that pause, that pause is where every ounce of clarity came, reflection, emotion, what I had done, how I could have stopped it, where I could have caught it, how I didn't. And then even reflecting of like, if I had just taken a moment to pause before, this wouldn't be here. And so I share this because (laughs) this has been the most powerful lesson in every single thing that I've ever done. And it's taken me years. And I've referenced the same books, Atomic Habits and and Thinking Time by Keith Cunningham and Personalities Impermanent and Vivid Vision and all these things that require these these awarenesses, these Masogis from the Comfort Crisis, The Wedge by Scott Carney, all of these things are these tools, these tips, these tricks that allow you to start dancing with this awareness space, this level of clarity, because it is so, so important to recognize that any moment 
that our emotions are driving our decisions or any moment where something happens, we get a Facebook DM, we get a Voxer message, we get a message from our employee, we lose a client, any moment, any one of those moments that come in, if in any one of those moments, we take a behavior or an action that is any way influenced by those emotions, we are losing the game because that is not our vision. That is not us driving. That is us in the passenger seat of our emotions. And there is no resolution there. And so this, this understanding of the importance of responding versus reacting, understanding the importance of really, really allowing yourself to see this as the game that it is. And that doesn't separate how personal it feels when it's your baby or you're an entrepreneur, or you're the coach. I mean, it, it hurts every single day. But I also have to recognize that in the hurt, I'm only a player on the game. I'm only a player in the field. And when I'm reflecting, I'm looking at the tape. I'm looking at how I played, how I threw the pass, what I could have done differently. Why did that one not work? And it's only when I'm able to look at it like that, that I'm able to see where I can improve, how I can be a better coach. And, and I have examples galore, like one of my one-on-one clients um, who you know pays me multiple six figures a year for coaching, uh, wasn't talking to me for a couple of weeks. And I felt something and I reached out and she wanted to get on a call. And she started the call by telling me how unsafe she was feeling. And it really hurt. It really, really hurt. But I heard it. And I took a breath and I breathed into it. And I let her share and I let her share. And I told her what I heard and I told her what my intention was. And then she told me that my response was the thing that mitigated it because she thought I was she was going to get on the call and then I'd have an answer. I would try to coach around it. I would do anything. And I was able to hear it all and see my behaviors and see these things that seemed so simple to me that weren't so simple. But it was only because in that moment when I was really, really triggered and I was like, oh my God, I did something wrong. My whole life is over. I was able to pause and find my breath. And that's a muscle. And that ended up creating one of the deepest, most connected friendships, relationships, business partners ever. But I have hundreds and hundreds of those ideas or, or those examples and those stories. And so I'm very, very bullish on it because your ability to navigate your behaviors, your actions, or where you put your focus, even when you're feeling emotions, is one of the biggest secrets that's going to give you the path to win this game. It is the only way to win this game. Just like when you're playing for a championship and your team is down, and the example I always think about is, can you imagine what it felt like when Tom Brady was in that Super Bowl and there were like some small amount of minutes left and they were down by like 20-something points and everyone's like, there is no possible way that they can win. But can you imagine the feeling the pressure, the anxiety, millions and millions of people watching, like your whole life, you're the best in the world, you're paid for this, but like probably throwing up, nauseous, but irregardless of how he felt, when he was able to feel those feelings and then acknowledge them, but then go on the field anyways with focus and clarity, he came back and won that game. And in entrepreneurship, it's a game. In life, it's a game. We're gonna get beat down. We're gonna get hit. We're gonna make mistakes. And we've heard the cliches. We've read the fortune cookies. It's not about the mistake. It's about what you do after it, how you recover from it, how you handle it when you stand back up. And that is the name of this game, is having that ability to be in full control and the driver's seat of your vision and in your life. And stillness, awareness, thinking time, reflection time, or my new example that I've been bullish on for the last couple of weeks has been triage nurse. And understanding, and, and we were taught this in um, combat lifesaver course, you know, EMTs will teach you this, paramedics will teach you this, but 
one of the things that we were taught about combat is that, you know, when you're in trauma, it's really, really easy to get distracted by the things that are going on around you or maybe somebody's trauma. But if, if you see somebody and, you know, they happen to have, you know, sorry for the visual picture, but happen to have lost a limb because of an explosion and that's all you can focus on, but you fail to recognize that they're not breathing and all you do is look at the leg you're not going to be able to save that patient. And so you have to be able to assess the situation to understand the life-saving steps, understand what's there. And in your business, you have to be able to assess the situation. In your life, you have to be able to assess the situation. In your fitness, you have to be able to assess it. And it's not about black or white or right or wrong. It's about bringing the entire situation into your awareness, which gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. There is no right decision. Whatever one you choose is right. So the more information you have, the better result you're going to create. But awareness, that ability to pause and find what's in front of you is the key. And the book that I recommend for this over and over, there's two of them, but the first one, I will say it again, I will say it again, I will say it again. And Scott Carney, if you listen to this, I am sorry that we tag you in so many podcast episodes, but your book is so fucking good and it makes such a big difference. So there's my somewhat backhanded apology slash compliment. I don't even know what it is, or I'm just filling your bucket, but The Wedge by Scott Carney. And then if you take that and you read that and you pair it with The Comfort Crisis or you know any other you know book that gets you to do some things, you'll be able to start really utilizing this muscle. Because at the end of the day, if it's your business, any moment that you're overwhelmed or you're in your emotions and you're not clearly and intentionally making a step that's going to build your business better, you're not winning. Just like in any moment, you're not in your fitness and making a next best decision and you're choosing to eat a chocolate cake instead of choosing to go for a 10 minute walk. That's just a choice. And so we have to be aware that the more intentional choices that we make from where we want to go, instead of the unintentional emotional choices made from where we came from, as long as we make more intentional choices from where we want to go and flex that muscle, we're guaranteed to win the game. And so that is my invitation for you. And so how do you let go of your cycle of reactivity and walk around the hole as opposed to falling into it? How do you let go of the desire to be needed all the time as a way to measure your worth? Like we have to start looking at where our behaviors or where our patterns and the things that we've been doing every single day are actually preventing us from getting what we want. Where are we falling in the hole and pretending not to see it, right? My wife checked me, I don't know, eight years ago, nine years ago, and she asked me a question. And this question still... I used to this day. She said, what are you pretending not to know? And every time I sit with that question, when I, when I pretend I don't have an answer, it means I have to sit with it longer. And the answer always smacks me right in the face. And I'll find it. I'll find toxic thinking of like, oh, I've been putting it off, even though I could have done it right now. I'll find patterns where I've been like, oh, I'm doing that, but I'm actually not. I've been just kind of coasting. And when I sit with it long enough, I can see why in my life, in my current situation, I'm not feeling good or I'm missing the things that I said that I wanted. And it's not because I didn't do something. It's because I was not being intentional about my decisions. And the cumulative effect of when I fell out of integrity in a few areas after two weeks or three weeks, whether it's with fitness or with consistency with content, creates a rolling effect of collateral damage that creates a new fire. And so it's constantly about reflecting on where am I going? How am I doing this? Can I push harder today? Can I do this? Do I tweak this? Do I adjust this? And the more flexible we are, the more flexible we are in our ability to just kind of take the situation at hand 
and assess what's in front of us and make the best decision is the faster we're going to win this game. And the more consistently you do that, the more you train that muscle. And the more you train that muscle means that the more inputs of intentional decisions based on where you want to go instead of emotional, reactive, unintentional decisions based on where you came from, the only thing you can do is win. Just like if you're going to the gym and you go every day consistently for 365 days for 20 minutes a day, if you eat chocolate cake nine times during that year, like the whole fucking thing, like all 4,000 calories of it, and go to the gym the next day and never stop going because you ate the chocolate cake, you will still, I guarantee you, achieve your fitness goals at the end of the year. The only time you wouldn't is the days that you ate that chocolate cake is that you literally skipped the gym for a week, ate another one, and then didn't get back on. And so the faster you figure that out, the faster you're going to win this game. So that's what I got on today's episode. So have a beautiful day. Remember that relationships will always beat algorithms. And I was trying to figure out what my back was sore, but I realized I leaned in this entire episode. I kind of felt like Mr. Rogers story time over here. So uh, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Have a beautiful day. I'll see you in the next episode. And remember, relationships will always beat algorithms, especially the most important one, which is you. I'm out. Here's the outro. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Mind of George Show. Please make sure you subscribe on your favorite channel that you listen to, whether it's in the car, on your run, or in front of the television. Make sure you leave a review to help other people know how much you love the show and quite frankly, help me know how much you love the show because I read them all. And if you want five-minute daily insider nuggets on business, marketing, leadership, mindset, or any other tool that you would need to build and scale your company, make sure you register for my invite-only newsletter. I call it the Lightkeeper Lessons. I hold nothing back here and I share everything that works for me, my friends and mentors, and thousands of my students around the world to thrive in life and keep our lighthouses shining brightly. We will eventually be charging for this, but for now, for you, because you're listening to the podcast, it's free. So if you want to sign up, go to www.lightkeeper.club, fill out the application, and then check your inbox because it's magic. You actually have to open the emails to get the gifts inside. Otherwise, you can get access to my Relationships Beats Algorithms Facebook community and other free resources on the website. So just go to www.mindofgeorge.com and I'll see you in the next episode.